in order to play our part in the transformation of the world by taking responsibility for the transformation of our own minds. Having been as involved as we have been in the last years, there has often been a sense of play, a sense of fun, as indeed there should be. But there has also been this sense that as we reached the end of the 20th century, great changes would be upon us. Well, it is the end of the 20th century. And there is no longer time to take a year or two and ignore the work. It doesn't matter what books you read. One of the things we want to recognize, of course, is that universal truths don't have special relationships with spiritual paths. I'm a student of A Course in Miracles, as I'm sure many of you are, but I'm not a student of the Course because I think it's a better path. It's a path that has spoken deeply to me. But the issue is not to glorify a path. The issue is to glorify the destination. And that destination is a place inside ourselves. Regardless of what books we read, regardless of what paths we walk down, there seems to be a very particular message in the air about this particular time in history and our particular part that we are here to play. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few years, but I certainly share with millions of others a sense that the world 10 years from now will not look like it looks today. That the world 10 years from now will be much more different from our experience of the world than our experience of the world now is from the experience of the world in the early 80s. Whether it's earth changes, whether it is merely governmental changes, whatever it is, there is a world which can no longer stand. And although it brings up fear in us sometimes when we hear the stories, whether it's earth changes, whether it's whatever kind of global collapse it is, you know, scientists no longer argue about the inevitability of global collapse. It's no longer some scientists thinking it's going to happen and some scientists saying it's not going to happen. They say, by the time you see a tidal wave, when a tidal wave is coming, there's this illusion that you can outrun it. But the truth of the matter is, once you see it, it's too late. And so scientists now recognize that because they can see the tidal wave, it's on the way. Now, on a certain level, this brings up fear in us because this is the world in which we live. But on another level, you and I both know, we all know, because we've been doing this work for so long, that the reason one world is falling apart is because it is rotten at its core. It's not just one governmental system that is corrupt or another governmental system that is evil. We are talking about the underpinnings of certainly Western civilization. I don't know that much about Eastern civilization today. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't make a comment. But I want to comment on Western civilization. Something at the core is so anti-life. Something at the core is so, is so contrary to the ways of love. 
Something at the core so does not honor the human heart. Something at the core so does not place human relationships first. That it is because of the beneficence of the universe, because the universe is moving in a direction of higher truth, that the systems which do not fortify love within human beings, the systems which do not promote a genuinely life-producing impulse will now fall, period. I find it incredible that Mary and Medjugorje, which are the which are the longest running, supposedly longest running Marian apparitions in in history. There has never been reported uh, visitations and apparitions with specific messages by the Virgin Mary as long or as detailed as these as these um, appearances of hers in Medjugorje in Yugoslavia. I relate to Mary. Mary is a, is a symbol of the goddess energy. She, it's not an accident that she's appearing all over the planet today because the appearance of Mary is a symbol of the reemergence of the goddess. I, as